Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Commission, and I stand to be corrected here, but I think it was a unanimous vote, the commission voting unanimously on a plan to redevelop Bethel Midtown. Joining us now, Mayor Kelly Gertz. Mayor Kelly Gertz, thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, glad to be here, Tim. It was a unanimous vote. Uh, This has been something that we've been working on in concept for many years and very earnestly kind of in in some of the particular details for about a year and a half um, as we tried to make sure that the Bethel Midtown Village area was going to be a place that was brought back into local control. It's been in out-of-town ownership for 20 years now, and, and frankly, it's been a beleaguered neighborhood, a uh, neighborhood where you know people have read about shootings, you know where people, if they've kind of walked through or done services in the neighborhood, have seen trash, have seen units that are not in good shape. And simply for human dignity's sake, we need to make sure that that's a safe and a warm place to live and what's great is we've got some fantastic partners at the table. The Athens Housing Authority, of course, is expert in affordable housing. The Columbia Residential Group, who'd also participated in the Brookside development, and an organization called the Jonathan Rose Company. And so upon successful passage of SPLOS this coming November, uh, we anticipate a thorough revitalization of that area. Uh, not only Bethel itself, but the surrounding properties, too. All right, let's start with talking about, and we'll get to some of the plans here. And again, we'll just assume, as I'm sure you are, that the uh, the sales tax referendum passes and, and can pay for this. <laughs> knocking on wood. Mayor Kelly Gerson, we're about a month away from that vote, early voting even sooner than that. But to Melissa Link's, Commissioner Link's concern, I know every commissioner has this concern, many expressed it Tuesday night, as to what happens to the people who are there now. She used that word relocation, and I, in my mind went straight to, I don't know, trail of tears or something i mean we're forcing people out what happens to them and do they come back so we're trying to play the long game here very successfully and make sure that 10 and 20 and 30 years from now this is going to be a great place to live but we also have to be conscious of right now and that roughly 350 residents who are on the property currently and so to take care of those folks um, we're utilizing kind of the federal rights that they have as current residents in what's termed a project-based Section 8 development. So we don't know for sure that people are going to have to move off the block, so to speak. Uh, We may be able to phase this in successfully so that people can stay right there downtown. We don't know that for sure, though. And if people do have to move off, any of those expenses would be covered by the development group, and any expenses in moving back would be covered by the development group. And they absolutely would have full right of return with no change in rent. All right, so I want that to be clear. We're going to get a better neighborhood, and the folks there are going to be stabilized permanently in the property. All right, Mayor Kelly Gertz with us here. You say you've met with these folks out there, there at Bethel Midtown over the last few days and talking about this. What has yes. been their reaction? The, the reaction has been very positive. They, of course, have had all of the typical kind of questions that you'd have if you know you're getting a new landlord or a new property manager. Um, but, but they've yearned for a new property manager for many years. And so they're happy that they're going to have some local control where they'll be able to literally walk around the corner and talk to somebody who has a financial stake in this uh, rather than try and send missives to Atlanta unsuccessfully. 
Uh, what happens, listeners asking me questions, and these are good questions, uh, is this property, and we're talking about 12 acres here, I think, uh, maybe a little more, is this coming off the property tax rolls? What happens there? So th- this will be a split property. Uh, so sort of like Columbia Brookside and certainly many other developments around the country, it- it'll be a condo-style ownership. So you'll have public ownership of the land itself, but you'll have private ownership of the buildings, and those will be taxable. And the anticipation is that you'll actually have much more square footage, so you're probably going to see a great valuation increase. Uh, we've been talking about $39 million of local money that would be invested here, and we anticipate that that may draw down somewhere in the neighborhood of $300 million of private investment. Uh, you mentioned Mayor Gertz. You mentioned Columbia Brookside. Uh, to what extent, as we look at that property off of uh, off Hawthorne there, Old West Broad, to the extent that we look at that property, uh, it's being held up as a model, a potential model for what's proposed for 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 Bethel. How how analogous are these two properties going to be? Uh, somewhat so, certainly in terms of the mix of residency and the mix of uh, of rental rates. We anticipate a third deeply subsidized units, a third lightly subsidized workforce housing, and a third market rate units. Uh, And again, it's a relatively low-density property now. So just in rough pre-engineering terms, we know that we could have three times the number of bedrooms on the property. The other thing that I want to emphasize is that we understand that while crime clearly drops when you introduce this model of housing comparable to what's there now, it's not the only thing we need to be attentive to. We've got to be attentive to ensuring social cohesion among the, the residents there. We've got to interact very strongly with the school district to ensure continuity of attendance for the kids. And we need to just keep in touch with these residents so we help them on the upward trajectory in their lives. Uh, when folks talk about affordable housing, oftentimes they talk about it in isolation. And I always try and open up that conversation and say, you've got to think about workforce development. You've got to think about economic development. You've got to think about introducing savings into the life of a family. And so all those things are going to be part of the conversations we have with residents. I'm Mayor Kelly Gertz with us here. My understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm led to understand there are issues with Columbia Brookside and property taxes now to the point where some people are talking about litigation. This has been a statewide issue from Valdosta to Athens. Uh, there's some question as to exactly how you tax those lightly subsidized units. I have no doubt that's going to get worked out in court, and there simply will be a norm for how those kind of mixed-income properties operate. Um, But but I think that's a short-term concern, and that's going to be taken care of. Um, My interest is in the long-term health of the property, ensuring you've got a neighborhood that's going to be a vibrant place for the kids and the families that live there. Another thing, I got this from a listener who says, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to look at Columbia Brookside. <laughs> the waiting list is too long. And that that tells me, if, if you have a waiting list, people, that tells me that there is some demand for this kind of thing. That's right. That, that's exactly right. And I think there will be even more demand here, given its immediate proximity to downtown. So um, I think if Columbia Brookside was successful, this is going to be super successful. All right, let's talk about what we get for $39 million. Again, assuming the the sales tax referendum passes a month from now, and that's usually a good bet, what do we get for $39 million? So $39 million will fund all of the public elements of the redevelopment. And again, we're not just talking about the Bethel Midtown Village property. We're talking about some of the unified government-owned properties that are adjacent, respectively the five acres of housing authority property that's right next door. 
And so it will be the streets, the sidewalks, the trees, the parking structures, the stormwater facilities, the underground infrastructure necessary to make all this work, the parks, the playscapes, all of those kind of things. Another listener hit me with this, and this phrase that's being kicked around here, I guess kind of a new phrase. Could this represent, for lack of a better phrase, government gentrification? I mean, is there the possibility that we price people out of where they live the way that conventional gentrification is sometimes said to do? You know, every property is unique. You know, every application of of housing tools is unique. And in this case, what you really have is, um, institutional properties and uh, deeply low-income housing. So it's not as if this is woven into a single-family neighborhood where you've got a lot of, you know, two- and three-bedroom, thousand-square-foot houses. You know, it would be a different case if, if we were talking about a property in a different location. Uh, but this is really bounded by a creek on, on one side, um, by a rail line on the other side, by College Avenue and Doherty Street, um, with, with really some, um, some government properties woven in there. Uh, Let's go on this one and a quick change of subject. I don't mean to sandbag you here, but this is a question from a listener as well. Wants to know about the status of the Community Police Review Board. Where are we with this? Sure. So uh, I've engaged with a consultant where we're putting together a draft schedule for a task force that's going to roll that out, take community input, seek some feedback from communities that have done this successfully, uh, and, of course, engage with our police department as well. You know, one of the things I've said all along, is that if you look at any successful community, they make sure that their police department is very engaged with the population at large. And I want everybody to feel as if the police department is of the community and, uh, and, and that we're all kind of woven in the same fabric. All right, uh, Mayor Kelly Gertz, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Tim. You have a good one.